and welcome to the Midweek War Stories as your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive for the second shows for WCW and WWF Thunder and SmackDown this week. Thunder's back, guys. All right. Yay. It took Thanksgiving off and... They didn't insult the homeless like the other company? No, they did not. However, they decided they decided this week to maybe bring some star power. You mean, let's just tell it like it is. This is obviously the first week Vince Russo is booking Thunder. Yeah. Yes. Uh, SmackDown, three or... Like, I imagine you came in Monday, what the fuck is a Thunder? <laughs> yeah. SmackDown, we're uh, coming off the heels of the, uh, the, the McMahon wedding. test wedding that went wrong. So let's start off... Thunder, December 2nd. Guys, last month of 1999. Happy birthday Grin. to my Lil Bro. He turned uh, 10 today. To, to him, we give this Thunder. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. uh, I probably watched... No, I didn't watch Thunder for sure. I watched Backdown that night. Yeah. I sure didn't watch I Thunder. Like, don't try to lie. I watched Backdown. I didn't watch Thunder. <laughs> December 2nd, 1999. Thunder, we're in Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, Suicida, Kansas. That's right. Thank you, Oklahoma. Commentary, Larry and Tanay. Uh, Tanay really... Uh, That's Corey. I and forgot. Mike, that's yeah. Joe. I that forgot, you know. <laughs> you, you, your comment of the birthday threw me off. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Universal Database, Corey Mack. He says hello. And no, so is living legend, Mike Boobel. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Off the rails. Off the rails. <laughs> I've been silenced. <laughs> Sounds like a generation. I might have to go Larry and walk off to him on front of this thunder. Oh, shit. Let me get some barbecue sauce. I want none of this goddamn bullshit. That's the show, brother. It's the only time I've ever been on Team Larry. Yeah, right. <laughs> the one one time. The one time. So the commentary team is Tanae, who somehow healed up drastically from that guitar shot. He had three days, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Joe. It's not a real guitar. That's true. Larry Z. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Brett Hart's here. That should tell you right off the bat, Vince Russo's booking Thunder. The Revolution's here. Zagging off. Uh, yeah. Sid's here. Right. He's, He's usually on Thunder. He's Chris Benoit's here. Always on, always thunder. on thunder. Total packages here. Been on Sometimes. Thunder. Sometimes. So, on thunder so just the, the addition of Bret Hart, your heavyweight champion. No, also the pacing and the shit that happens on this yes. show tells me he's very much in charge now. Well, we're going to go straight to it as our first match tonight is for the Hardcore Championship as it's screaming Norman Smiley versus The Wall. Corey and Joe's favorite belt. This is what they gave me when they took away my TV title. Yep. Yeah. It's the, the replacement. Hardcore title. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, Smiley comes out wearing a karate gi with pads. Uh, however, Berlin comes out and joins commentary. Uh, Berlin says that the wall has apologized and everything's cool between the two. Uh, <clears throat> Berlin hits the wall with a pipe, though. Good, and I was, I was worried. Smiley uh, gets the win out of that one. Commentary brings up the main event, guys. It's going to be the total package versus Sid with Bret Hart, who's here on commentary. <laughs> Bret's here to talk in a microphone. Chris Benoit is going to be taking on Juice and Thunder Liger. Okay. Perked up a bit. Yeah. And then Jeff Jarrett and Mona are taking on Medusa and Evan Courageous. And I back down. All right. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, there I went. Jarrett's like, God damn it, I'm still in storylines with women. It's like, Vince, what the fuck? I could have uh, just stayed for this shit. As <laughs> they just announced that, we cut this whole package as he goes into the production truck and tells them to rewind it to watch... Uh, 
This was actually really show him what just happened, and it's them announcing that he's taking on the package, and he's uh, he's taking on Sid. He's like, "What the hell? I gotta get out of this somehow." (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. I love like, I love scheming chicken shit over. Yeah, so good, dude. Uh, We go backstage with Doctor Death, and he's with Oklahoma as Silver King runs into them and says he wants the check that Doctor Death stole from him. Continuity. Uh, He says, "Hell, Corey." the hell he wants a match with him tonight Ooh, that's a, wouldn't do that <laughs> and then silver king says football's for girls and oklahoma loses it <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> what'd he say what'd he say <laughs> and then we go to mean gene and he's with one kaz hayashi <clears throat> mean gene the kaz master uses pure skill to make the fucking phone sing baby and as far as Music soothing like that savage beast. The Kazmaster's gonna play a bad tune on the maestro tonight. And that's the way I'm gonna tickle the ivories for the piano man. How the hell is it? <laughs> How the hell is it? <laughs> yep. I had to rewind it like four times. I was like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been funny if they'd have had, after he leaves, if they'd had Gene say something like, I must still be hungover from the other night. Like, that would have been awesome. That would have been great. So let's go to our next match for Thunder. The Maestro versus Kaz Hayashi. Uh, they bring up, Tanae brings up the attack on Nitro from Jarrett to him. And he wants Jarrett to be suspended and get a heavy fine. Good luck. I mean, fair, but it will not happen. Uh, Hart, Bret Hart versus Goldberg is now a no DQ match and then must be a winner. Yep. I wonder where he learned that, Corey. Uh, Dave Flair comes out with his crowbar Maestro throws Kaz into the ref Kaz jumps on the back of the Maestro And David gets in and accidentally hits Kaz However Maestro runs off And David gives chase The ref does the 10 count Kaz wins and he doesn't believe it I won I won A a car shows up And it's Lash LaRue and Disco Playing Goldberg's New theme slash old theme, depending on <laughs> network. Yeah. Uh, then another car shows up right after it's Johnny the Bull and Big Vito. Like that. That's the car. Yep, we found it. Yep, yep, yep. And then we see Chavo walking around picking up a phone call. We see uh, the toll package as he's trying to leave, but he runs into Terry Taylor. Taylor grabs his bags and he's like, "Ah, damn it!" But he walks away. Jimmy Hart shows up. He goes, here, uh, package. I got your stuff. Hey, where's my bag? Oh, the Terry Taylor has it. And he's about to leave, but then he realizes that his car has a flat tire. <laughs> Two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? That was a good plan. That was a good plan. It was a good, good plan. plan, yeah. He circumvented the, the cock man, mm-hmm. which can't be that hard to do. Let's go to our next match as it's Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus Buzzkill. Oh, fuck. Buzzkill comes out. That's one uh, Brad Armstrong. And he comes out to a fast, upbeat version of the New Age Outlaws. Are you feeling low? (laughs) Let me get you high on life. (laughs) Mike's over here dying. Uh, before the match even starts, Chavo opens a briefcase and has stuff that Buzzkill might like. Tie-dye shirts. He offers him a strobe light. Can't turn the strobe light on because it's not working. 
Uh, crowd's booing here. Chavo puts on a CD player and a headphone. A CD, turns on a CD player, puts headphones on Buzzkill, and puts it over. And he starts to dance, but then but uh. Uh, Buzzkill lays down because he's grooving to the music as he's supposed to be with the strobe light, but it's broken. Chavo makes a pin attempt, but Buzzkill gets out and hits Chavo with the briefcase, I guess for the win. Uh, Then after the match, Buzzkill borrows some money from the ref and buys the strobe light. More like bums money off the ref. Yep. Cool. Off to a great start with Thunder here, huh? Just on all cylinders. Uh, we go Mean Gene with Chris Benoit, and Benton Raw brings up the how he has a ton of history with Bret Hart, and he can't wait to, if he moves on past Starcade, that he will have his match. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. We go backstage, and we see Mean going into his locker room, and Disco and LaRue takes off Dean uh, Ming's piece of paper that has his name on it and puts their name on it to fool some people. Then we see. It's not terrible. Then we go back. Then we see Evan, uh, um, saying that he wants his surprise from Medusa since uh, he gave her the title shot. And he's like, she's like, it'll be here soon. Let's do the greatest recap in history. Mm, Jesus, nope. Skip that. Yeah, uh, highlights from two weeks ago. Uh, Sid Goldberg outside brawling. Uh, outsiders attacking Goldberg. Package throwing Blizz into the mud pit. Package getting pushed in by Sting. Nitro Girls gang warfare. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you there. Um, <clears throat> we see the package saying that he uh, he's like, I've beaten the best. I've beaten the uh, biggest, the toughest. I'm the tall package. I got this. And then, uh, they then we're gonna mean Gene with Sid as they we, they announce that at Starcade it'll be him and Kevin Ash in a powerbomb match. Sid's playing with a toy, and he says, "This is what I will be doing to the package tonight." And he rips the toy apart limb by limb, and then we cut back to the package going, "I got to call her cap." <laughs> no, fuck the shit, I'm out. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, then we see Vito and the Bull. Messing with a stagehand, asking if they know where Disco and LaRue's at. Then they throw him into a freezer. Then our next match is Dr. Death with Oklahoma versus uh, Silver King, Villano 4 and Villano 5. They show the replay of um, Nitro, the Misfits and Vampiro pouring barbecue sauce all over him. Uh, Oklahoma joins commentary, but guess what, guys? Larry's like, I don't want no part of this, so he leaves. Smart man. Mm-hmm. And then one Tanega, uh, one Oklahoma says, his face, <laughs> my face is normal now because that barbecue sauce healed me. It fixed me. Guys. Jesus Christ. I feel the need to, to, to join in here just to explain the reason they had to do this ridiculous explanation is because the sheer amount of negative feedback from the Oklahoma character. Not so much that they were lampooning JR, but that he was lampooning the Bell's palsy. So they had to get rid of that aspect. And considering it's Russo and Ferrara, that's like maybe the least offensive way of <clears throat> handling it, I guess. So 
ridiculous in theory, but at least now he can just be Oklahoma without the Bell's palsy. I man, I'm guessing Ed Ferrara hasn't talked to Jim Ross since he left the company. My guess is no. would be my guess. Yeah. I feel like Jr. might shoot for a double lick, mm-hmm. yeah, and try and whoop some ass because <clears throat> blue chip. I mean, this was damn, dude. I mean, this was pretty brutal at the time. Like, damn. I mean, it was, yeah, it was just earlier that year he came back from a very serious bout, and here they are, like. Making fun of it now after Ooh. a year. Um, um, on, I, sorry, I yeah. didn't mean to. I must say though that there were a lot of wrestlers in both locker rooms who loved it because of their dealings with Jr. I bet, I bet. There were even ones inside the Titan locker room. They were like, "That's fucking awesome. Do it more." Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Nitro, upcoming Nitro is going to be Vampiro and Jerry only versus Doctor Death and Oak. Oklahoma. God damn it. Well, <laughs> uh, this Can't match. Wait to watch that. This match though is a squash match. Uh, Vampiro comes to the crowd and starts picking on Oklahoma. Silver King rolls out of the ring and notices the check and then runs off. I didn't even write down the people he was facing because I was like, "Yep, it's yep. irrelevant who he's facing in this match." Vampiro leaves to the crowd with the cowboy hat. <laughs> Backstage, uh, Total Package is trying to leave and he much. runs into a. a uh, Stage and in the uh, into the stage hand. Uh, no, he was looking. He ran into. Uh, sorry, um, Vito and Bull, and he. Uh, they hey, have you seen where Disco Larue is? He points them out. Well, he's headed to his cab that's right behind them. However, Silver King runs past them and gets into the cab, <laughs> and drives off as Luger gives chase. Damn it! It's so awesome. <laughs> so good. Uh, we see uh, Jushin Thunder and Benoit head to the ring. Uh, Vito and Bull are outside the locker room of what's supposed to be one disco in the room. Our next match, guys, is Jushin Thunder Liger versus Chris Benoit. Yes, please. All right. However, we get a recap of Nitro of Hooventude Guerrero winning, winning the IWG, Junior IWGP Championship. Hoovy then comes out with La Parker and Psychosis. Hoovy's arm's in a sling. He says it's broken. Is it? It is hurt. Is it? Uh, he, got, he got hurt in that match. Yeah. I don't know if it's broken, but he is definitely we, uh, So there was a spot in the match where um, Liger was supposed to catch him and didn't, and he smashed his arm on the concrete. Mm-hmm. Liger <laughs> just missed the spot. Uh, Hoovy joins commentary. Uh, Hoovy does the It Doesn't Matter line from The Rock. Hmm. I don't know if I keep going to that well. <laughs> uh... Liger hits a rolling kick and it hits Benoit right in the head. On Nitro, guys, it would be Benoit versus Kevin Nash. Uh, and at Starcade, because it's, it's going to be one Chris Benoit versus Scott Hall. And Scott Hall's match of choice, a ladder match. What do you think of that? Mm, which part? The actual match? or yeah, the, the fact like, it's a ladder match, too. Yeah. Um, what are they claiming for? U.S. title. U.S. title. Hall's U.S. title. Mm, I just, I don't know. Just for me, uh, just ladder matches feel like it has to be the escalation of some feud, and I don't know that it's that point. For well, it's definitely match. not. But it's Russo, so, so you know. hey. Uh, I also don't know that Scott Hall could have a ladder match at this point in his career. So, you know, I don't have high hopes for that. He did all right with Goldberg in January. Lots happens in January. 
That's true. <laughs> a lot has happened. That might be the truest. It's almost been a it, on this it's podcast. almost been a year. So. <laughs> um. Liger hits a splash from the top rope to the outside. Well, Howard's the 11 January, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Liger with a superplex. However, LaParka and Sakos get in the ring and attack both Benoit and Liger to get the um, upper hand. Well, that was that. Disappointing. <sighs> Didn't hate it, but it should have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah. make sure you're giving it time and just let a clean So I'm guessing you see matches of those in Japan. Oh, yeah. How are they? Fantastic. <laughs> just like ridiculously great. <laughs> So not this? Not this at all. Yep. Uh, then we go to Mean Jane with Buff as he says he's going to stop Ming's little run tonight. Oh, good luck on that. Yeah. Yes. The best of luck to you. I, I, I very much endorse this. Yep. I, I hope you try. <laughs> yeah. Then we go to Vito and the Bull as they're arguing and they go into the room and it turns out to be Ming and he beats the crap out of both of them. Checks out. Bum bum. Uh, then we uh, see a toll package on the phone calling Terry Taylor saying that it that this is his the package's doctor and the package's father is very seriously I'm ill. I'm looking for Lex Luger, sometimes known as the total the package. package. His father is seriously ill and needs him by his bed. <laughs> and then Terry Taylor pops out from the door behind him and goes, nice try, Luger. <laughs> still in the main event, though. Still in the main event. That was really funny. <laughs> I was like, Damn. <laughs> Uh, our next match, though, it's going to be Buff Bagwell versus Ming. Who? It's uh, Marcus Alexander. Marcus Alexander. Bagwell. Mab. Mag. Mag. Ah. Mab. Mab. <laughs> Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Okay. Yep. No, he doesn't get a full name. He gets no, fucking a Mab. Um, Mabwell. 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 <laughs> it's like Rockwell, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yes? Hello, my... Hello. Um, this match reminds me of a story I wanted to tell you guys. Uh, so Ming walks into a bar. Yep. That's it. That's the story. There it is. That's the whole story. All right. <laughs> Everybody dies. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> No one came out. <laughs> for all the matches, uh, this was one of them. For the match, though, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull show up and get in the ring and attack both Ming and Bagwell. That's, smart. That's a terrible decision. Buff jumps over Ming and hits the blockbuster on Vito, and then... Ming puts on the tongue and death grip on Buff for the win. So everybody ends up happy. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jean's interviewing Mona and Jeff Jarrett, but Jean's too busy looking at Mona's boobs. And she tells you see something you like, Jean? Yeah. Eyes up here. Uh, what, what are you talking about? I, I, uh, I never. Sleazy Jean. I didn't know this is coming out already. <laughs> well, I never. Oh, it's been out. Well, I never. Well, more uh, out in front. Oh, just wait. Uh, Mona says that she's going to show who's uh, in charge. Jarrett makes fun of her and says that you know he's the chosen one, and I'm, I'm sick and tired of dealing with women's issues. Yeah, why did I even let you talk? <laughs> Jarrett <laughs> says that he's only here because of he wanted Rhodes and Goldberg, and but they're not here. So and you know what's bonkers about that, by the way? If you had switched out China for Mona with Jarrett, those matches could be fucking amazing. Oh, it would have been really good. So good, dude. <laughs> really good. <laughs> yep. He has, no idea, he has no idea how good he has it right now. <laughs> right. We see, uh, we see packet that's packaged mad about having the wrestle. Vito and Bull are in pain in the locker room still. Can't hear what they're saying. So our next match is Jeff Jarrett and Mona versus Evan Courageous and Medusa. Well, Jarrett just walks around the ring the whole match. Uh, Mona starts it off with Evan Courageous. What happened to the storyline of Evan and Mona, how they were best friends? And... You don't Bro. know about that. Bro, no, oh, nobody cares. Uh, now he's just trying to get pussy, bro. Uh, no, Jarrett goes to commentary. 
goes around commentary. Tanae gets into it with Jarrett yelling at him. Uh, Courageous and Medusa hit a double backdrop. Jarrett just sits on the steps like Mankind did during the Rock and Sock match a couple months ago. Uh, Mona hits a top rope Frankensteiner and Courageous. Medusa hits a German suplex and Courageous hits a corkscrew moonsault for the win. Uh, Mona, after the match, drop kicks Jarrett, but then Jarrett hits her with a guitar. Yeah, knew that was coming. coming. Uh, Then we get the history of Bret Hart in WCW. Wow, so they're trying to bury him? Yep. Gloss Uh, over a lot of that. Bret wanting to take down the NWO. Bret siding with the NWO. Owen Hart's death. Bret's return. Bret winning the title. Boy, they sure glossed over a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Uh, We're going to mean Gene with the revolution. Sag it off. Sag it off. Jacking off. Don't you mean DX? Uh, no, they're they're now they're becoming a nation, uh, a nation of domination. Yes, a nation of penetration, a nation of degeneration. Uh, Saturn and Malenko are taking on Larue and Disco tonight. Saturn says in their country, Christmas comes twice a year, and they have a continent in Asia. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn it! I think he knows maps better than you, Joe. I think so. Uh, package. <laughs> we see him maps. trying to talk to the powers to be on the phone. They tell him they they have to do something. And if he does it on Nitro, he gets something, and Package perks up, and he's really happy about this situation. We find out why later on. Uh, here's my notes. Gene interviewing Disco and LaRue. They talk. Yep. Our next match is Disco Inferno and Lash LaRue versus Saturn and Team Malenko, or whatever they call themselves now. Uh, that would be Boa and Trouser. Trou- yeah. Uh, Malenko gives a revolution Trouble. 101, American nationalism. He calls it total stupidity. LaRue talks about his Cajun history, but isn't he American? Uh, Last time I checked, Louisiana was in the United States of America. Checks out. They make fun of Disco's 5 o'clock shadow because his 5 o'clock shadow is just like his mama's. They make fun of the Italian ways until Vito and Bull come down. So now it looks like it's Vito and Johnny the Bull versus Revolution. Nope, security takes Bull and Vito away. (laughs) Douglas joins commentary. Explains that later. <laughs> I felt that one. Um, Saturn does a springboard bulldog to the outside. Disco's on the top rope. Asia and LaRue get into it until Douglas hits him with the cast. Malenko puts the cloverleaf on LaRue for the win. God, there's a lot of women violence on WWE all of a sudden. I'm on Brock's side now. <laughs> right. Christ. Our main event, guys, it's Sid versus Toll Package. Bret Hart's on commentary. We find out that if one... Toll Package wins his match against Sid tonight. He gets a title shot against Brett on Monday. No, that would make me happy. Uh, man, Brett added fucking fuck all to this match. Pack- Jesus Pack- Christ. No, he does, he does shit. Package says, tells Sid that the, there's the easy way and the hard way. Uh, then what? Robinson finds Mason Package's trunk. <laughs> Liz comes down during the match and, and tries to attempt to spray the package in the face, but Package grabs it. Sid goes for a choke slam, but Package sprays him. Sid power bombs Robinson on an accident. Package rolls up Sid for the win. Then Sid power bombs the package to end Thunder. Here we go. Yeah. So there's that. God, that felt like a Russo show. Jesus. Oh, that was definitely a Russo. I mean, I was about 35 minutes in and I was like, oh, he's definitely booking this week now. Whew. They finally figured out he'd only been doing half his job. Damn, man. You know you got to do Thunder, too. Damn. Uh, okay. Didn't think you would notice. <laughs> but you know what? Hopefully, Corey did this week, though. What? You are Saturday night. I did. 
Thank you. I almost forgot. I even have it pulled up. It was Saturday night. Right. Uh, Chuck is, Palumbo, is Russo booking this yet? No. Okay. Chuck Palumbo defeated Devin Storm. The Wall defeated Dave Burkhead. Disorderly Conduct defeated Scott and Steve Armstrong. Jesus. Oh, my God. Evan Courageous defeated La Parca by DQ. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Silver King defeated Viano 5. Right. Alan Funk defeated Elix Skipper. Creative Control successfully defended their world tag team titles against Dave Taylor and Steven Regal. Rude. Chris Benoit defeated Scotty Riggs. And in the main event, Norman Smiley defeated Fidel Sierra. Who? A longtime job. Well, a longtime territory wrestler. He was in the Pacific, Pacific Northwest as Top Gun in the late 80s. Uh, I, that's He's actually... The first wrestling t-shirt I ever had was a Top Gun t-shirt. Damn. From Portland Wrestling. Yep. Hell yeah. Sick. Let's go to SmackDown, shall we? Uh, recaps okay. Anaheim, one. California. We're in the Arrowhead Pond. Pond. Home of uh, Crapomania 2000. Yeah, more on that later. Commentary, Cole and Lawler. Uh, we're going to recap a Raw the Wedding. Triple H interrupting it. All this and that. Uh, we see you go backstage with Vince with the baseball bat again, and Shane is yelling, not again. Uh, this time, uh, Shane doesn't want Vince to go to jail. Uh, Shane tells Vince that if you want to get to Triple H, you got to get through him. So, and then He's Steph. Bat. <laughs> well, let's see if Daddy or if Dad wants to fight, uh, you know, go through the sun. And then the other McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, heads down in the ring. Uh, first, she says she wants uh, Vince and Shane to come down. Uh, Vince and Shane are still arguing in the parking lot, but Hebner's brother shows up, and he's like, you guys have to get to Stephanie. She needs you. It was so bad. And I like, they just stopped and stared at each other like, what? who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who now? And, he made and then they start running. Who is Val? <laughs> Uh, Stephanie blames herself. She said she partied too hard. She drank too much. The last drink the bartender gave her was drugged. The bartender was working for Triple H. His name was Gene. The crowd cheered. She she doesn't remember anything. She felt she felt pro date rape in California. Yeah, this she, was weird. She felt cheap, violated by the actions of one Triple H. Stephanie won't for, uh, won't forgive. Um, wants forgiveness from her family and test. Stephanie won't forgive Triple H. She used uh, He used her to get to her father. She says what goes around comes around, and this is when finally Vince and Shane desperately get to the ring. They took the Al Snow route. <laughs> they took the Al Snow route. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, Stephanie wants to uh, do this on her own. She doesn't want help from Shane and Vince. She has them promise. Vince hesitates and goes, I promise, and then storms away. Uh, every time she said Triple H, the crowd popped. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> so, California, pro, uh, pro, yeah. pro that. Pro date rape. Uh, I think it was Oregon State. Commentary, guys. Uh, Rock versus Al Snow tonight. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Hey, that sounds horrific. Uh, we see uh, Viscera. Oh. We see Viscera getting ready for his match tonight, uh, putting cologne on. That's not what he's getting ready for. Saying tonight's his night. He's that you out. won't forget. Yeah, he just figured out he's in the right state. You know what he's going for. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's, a, 
he heard the booze. Date rape and viscera. But then Kane comes out and and sneaks uh, out of nowhere and sneaks attacks viscera. Because Kane knows what he's gonna do too. I call bullshit. I don't like Kane sneaking in anywhere. No, that's a big fuck in a bright red mask. <laughs> Like, mm. what, uh, what, uh, he thinks he was standing no, there. No, 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 no. He put like camo. He put like, a camo a, painting. Is that a ficus? <laughs> no, it's kind. Oh my god, it's kind. <laughs> he put a camo painting, a red and black camo painting on the it's wall, like, and he hid in it. Why did we ever get camo cane? That, that was like cane hiding, like obviously behind a lampshade. <laughs> it's not cane. I'm a lampshade. <laughs> it's like you see the you see the painting, but then you see his like waist down the scanner, <laughs> like he's holding the painting with the eyes. You moved. can totally see breath in yeah. Out of the gut, like, <laughs> why did you do that? Me thinks <laughs> we have an idea. I got an idea. Uh, Kane and Viscera brawl to the ringside. Uh, we find out uh, Tori will not be here tonight, so that spinning heel kick from Xbox. So, our first match tonight is Kane versus Viscera. Uh, that's the big red stealth machine, Kane. <laughs> it's a uh, solid snake, Kane, first yeah. of all, sir. Uh, Viscera hits a belly to belly, and Kane gets right up. Uh, Viscera tosses Kane over the top rope, but Kane lands on his feet like a cap. Kane then hits a top rope clothesline. Kane's going to go for the choke slam, but X Pac comes out. X Pac says that uh, it was an accident. He spin kicked Tori, but he then says it was intentional. Kane then loses via count out. Kane then gets back in the ring, attacks Viscera, and kind of choke slams him. Sometimes the drugs get in the way of X Pac. Yeah. Like. I'd like to say it was unintentional, but it was very intentional instead of just saying, but I meant to do it. Yeah. Like, it's just, no. no yeah. Right. Um, less next time. Yeah. Oh, less. We go backstage with uh, Al Snow. He's watching highlights from Raw. Mankind is trying to tell him it was a misunderstanding. It's the people's elbow. Everybody gets it. Al yells at Mankind. We see Mankind looking for the rock. As he goes to the office and uh, at the front desk at the pond, he's like, hey, have you seen The Rock? No. Uh, well, if you do, tell him I'm looking for him. As he's reaching in, there's still candy canes from the bowl. from the So, like, non, like, he's spilling a ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> we get a recap from Rob. The Dudley boys attacking, uh, brawling with the Acolytes after a six aces during a five-card draw match. But our next match is the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian. Edge tag match. Look at that. Mm. He, he likes that. Uh, Bubba versus Christian, who was trying to jump over Bubba, but Bubba hits an Alabama slam. Back and forth match. Dudley's working on Christian for most of the match. Uh, Bubba accidentally clotheslines Devon. Edge hits a top rope freaking standard, but gr- when he hits the ground, he grabs his knee. Devon tags himself in and hits a cross body on Edge for the win. Bubba then, after the match, puts a half Boston Crab on edge until the Acolytes come out and chase off the Dudleys. I enjoyed this match. Two things, yeah. Uh, You don't see enough half Boston Crabs (coughs) from my my Mm. take, but Mm. I like the chemistry of these two teams. Yeah, no, this was fun. Pretty entertaining. Uh, I like that the Dudleys have kind of found their footing in WWF. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, once they had that Acolyte match the first time, they were, were fine with it. Yeah. And didn't shit the bed. They were like, all right. Oh, so it wasn't just anybody in ECW. It's just public enemy that sucks. Just public right. enemy. Yeah. Uh, we so, see I mean, Steve's still here. Yeah, it's true. We see uh, Stephanie in the parking lot waiting for tests. When's World Title? Please, in a couple years. We see EMTs putting, uh, looking at Edge. Edge's knee. Then our next match for the uh, year. The dumb chick again. Isn't she back to being an EMT? Yeah. In this skit? Yeah. BB. Yeah. BB. Christ. 
Uh, our next match is for the European Championship as it's DeLorean Brown versus the British Bulldog. <laughs> and somehow this belt still means less than the TV title on Nitro. <laughs> DeLore- it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, D'Lo calls himself the greatest European champion since he's been, he's been it four times. I hate that, by the way. That means you lost four times. And, he, and he says that he's the only one that cares for the title. Uh, ref kicks out the posse before the match even starts. D'Lo goes for the running power bomb, but Bulldog reverses it into a Hurricane Rana, or what was one. D'Lo knocks Bulldog to the outside, then Val Venus comes down and attacks the Bulldog. Then D'Lo attacks Val. All three battle with each other to end this segment. I don't know. Why, why are we fighting over who's the greatest European champion? That's like being the one girl at the party Triple H won't date rape. Hmm. Uh, speaking Linda? Speaking of that, a limo shows up, and Stephanie thinks it's Tess, but it's Triple H. And Honey, I'm home! Oh, and she runs away. He's such a jackass. <laughs> yes, he Jesus is. Christ. Uh, then DX comes down the ring, all pushing carts down. It looks like they have wedding gifts. At Armageddon, uh, X-Pac says he's going to beat Kane so bad. Beat Kane and rip his mask off and show what's underneath. Outlaw is going to show why the rock and socks suck. Um, tonight's going to be the Hardys and the Big Show versus DX. Uh, but they're not here for any of that. DX wants to celebrate the wedding of one Triple H. Triple H comes out uh, to Vince's music, wearing the Vince McMahon mask, doing the Vince strut. Uh, DX has presents for them. Uh, it won the first one. It's a family photo of the McMahons <laughs> with uh, Triple H's head pasted, pasted on. I didn't know anybody could have a bigger head than Vince. Uh, they have. They gave him two toasters. An iron. But, he, well, but this Proctor Silex, that's a good brand. Uh, Billy gets Triple H some lingerie. Xbox says, I got the same thing, and he opens it, and it's nothing. Oh, well, first, Triple H's like, I don't think it'll fit me. <laughs> is this crotchless panties? I, uh, I thought a lot of some of it was good. It just went too long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Road Dog get, got him fr- a front row ticket to Armageddon for Stephanie. Uh, Triple H says he can't wait to have Stephanie sit in the front row to watch watch her or watch him beat her dad. Like this, did he call some crowds like some fat or something in the crowd? Yeah, like this idiot right here with a bad haircut. Uh, Triple H says he's going to make the match between uh, him and Vince go uh, make it be a anything goes falls count anywhere type match. Then we go backstage with Rock and Sock as Mankind is telling the Rock that Al Snow's not thinking right. Rock isn't worried about Al until Al attacks Rock. Mankind pulls Al off the rock, as then we still see Stephanie uh, waiting for test. Mankind goes down the ring and tells people to go out and go by the next New York Times because uh, we find out that his book, Have a Nice Day, is number one on best sellers. And went, uh, went out of his way, so did the announcers over the last two shows. To talk a lot of crap about the book reviewers who wouldn't even read it because it was beneath them. It was just a wrestler writing a book, uh, which happened a lot. It was a yeah. huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll read you know Bill O'Reilly's next fucking book about why Nebraska's so great. Whatever horseshit he wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, he wants to Al to put aside his difference with the Rock so they could be Rock and Sock and Al Snow. What sucks too, by the way, about that is like it might be a wrestling book. It's just a good book. It is. It's a great just book. separately from wrestling, it's just a very good book. But the, you know, they consider a pro wrestler grunting steroids. <sighs> I got a name for the trio team. 
You tell me this wouldn't get over in 1999. Rockin' Sockin' Head. There it is. It would go over like a, you know. Rock the head sock. <laughs> um, however, one Chris Jericho interrupts mankind. I popped for this. I was like, oh, uh, shit. Jericho, I was waiting for this. Jericho says, you know, hey, you know, you and uh, Rock, you guys are not even best friends. Everybody hates mankind. Everyone got his book thinking that he would die at the end. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> would die. Jericho challenges mankind to a match. Well, hold on. You left oh. out one part that I thought was pretty damn on the nose. They just think your book is so great because I haven't taken the time to write my biography oh, yeah. yet. He, he's going to write. <laughs> he, like, he's going to write. He's going to uh, Jericho. He then says, like, I'm going to write a book in the first chapter be called Anaheim, the night that I ended Mike Foley's career. Now, I've been waiting for this one. Because Mick Foley has a lot to do with Chris Jericho being what Chris Jericho is. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is in, in late 1995, on a tour of Japan, it's Mick Foley who sees Chris Jericho working and goes back to ECW and tells Paul Heyman, look, you need to bring this dude in and supplied him the tape. So like, he, this guy can do shit. So the first time he got a lot of actual attention in North America is directly due to Mick Foley. So I've been waiting to see these two fight. They've never crossed paths, really. Here we go. Unfortunately, it's broken down. I can barely fucking move. Move Foley. Yeah. Foley, but yeah. Foley tells him, let's have it now because I'm not walking up that ramp. My fat ass isn't coming down this ramp again. (laughs) That was really good. Uh, Jericho reverses Mankind's suplex on the outside by ramming Mankind's throat onto the top rope. Uh, Jericho hits the drop kick off the top rope. Jericho jumps off the apron and Mankind uh, shoulder tackles him. Mankind goes for a chair shot, but the ref tries to grab it. Jericho drop kicks the chair into Foley's face. Mankind goes for the chair. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, China and Miss Kitty come down in the ring. Miss Kitty distracts the ref as Jer- China hits Jericho with the icy belt. Mankind gets Mr. Sacco and runs off the ropes, but knocks Miss Kitty off the apron. Mankind's checking on. Miss Kitty, and however, Jericho rolls him up for the win. Right guy won. Uh, I was kind of shocked that he won. I was like, oh, okay. I looked at it as right guy won because Jericho is on the noticeably on the up. Yeah. Going into a singles match for a title at the pay-per-view. And the other guy has been doing a lot of comedy and is noticeably injured and is most likely going into a tag title match. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um. Eh, Okay, the right guy won here. Uh, so we talked maybe a month ago how Jericho was kind of in the doghouse through no fault of his own. Uh, it seems like he's getting built a little more again. Uh, who do you think was the catalyst behind the scenes for that? There's clearly not anybody in DX. So I think, think it's Foley. Fact, I think Foley probably said some good things. I also think it's just that he went out and had a good match with China at Survivor Series, and it's working. Um, because it's too early for The Rock to speak up. Because eventually, him and The Rock become real good friends. Yeah, and The Rock would would go to bat for him. But I think it's too early. I don't think they've, they they had the one interaction the first night, and then after that, they've never really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just guessing it was doing good in the China feud, showing a more aggressive side. That's my guess. Um, and then we get a Survivor Series recap of the Stone Cold update. Stone Cold getting hit by the car. Um, Austin will need neck surgery, and, and uh, 
AK, he needs to have surgery. Like how they put this on SmackDown in the middle of the show. Like, they don't want anybody to see it. Is that like, uh, the oh, old the Friday news dump? The old, by the way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so back then, Corey, when that news came out, what do people think? He's done. Yeah. Because it was like, it was 20 years ago. So you're thinking, wow, a broken neck basically twice in two years? Mm-hmm. You can't come back from that, can you? Once, Maybe. I mean, obviously he did, but yeah. twice, he's done, right? Yeah. He's got to be done. That's what everybody thought. Like, well, And Vince had to be just shitting right? himself. I mean, there goes that. Like, what like, the fuck do I do now? I, I, I Like I said, a saving grace that The Rock is as fucking over as he is. Right. Yeah. Like, well, at least we got The Rock. Uh, Tess has just now shown up to the arena. Uh, our next match, guys, it's Kurt Angle... And Steve Blackman, but for, uh, and as a tag team, I'll get to who they're facing in a minute. Angle does his promo saying that he's an Olympic hero and he's better than a black belt. Uh, Angle's going to give Blackman a chance. So, and I'm like, oh, they're facing each other. But then it's a tag match. And then I went, oh, so they're facing the headbangers. And then the headbangers come out. Yeah. I'm like, yep, of course it would be the headbangers. Uh, for this match, the cameras out get a weird angle. It was like... It was like an apron cam, but it was like pointed up, and it looked like nobody was holding the camera. It was weird. It was weird. Um, back and forth match. Angle hits the Olympic slam on Thrasher. Angle celebrates, and as Blackman's confused on the celebration, we see Tess visiting Stephanie. Stephanie saying she was drugged, and she accepts the, accepts the responsibility, but she still loves Tess. Still, Tess says he doesn't know how he feels anymore. Do you know Blackman was part of Stampede Wrestling? He worked. I did he, not. He's he, been wrestling since 1986. Yeah, he worked job matches in WF in 89. He ended up with like a fucking, what was it, malaria or some shit like that. He was out for like eight years. Jeez. Uh, we see the McMahons telling Steph to give uh, Tess some time. Our next match is Crash Holly versus Rakishi Fatu with Too Cool as Hardcore Holly joins commentary. Oh, it's a squash match. Uh, sit down, pile driver for the win for one Rikishi. Two cool and Rikishi dance after the match. Our next match, it's The Rock versus Al Snow. Uh, Rock shows the footage of Snow attacking Rock. Rock says that uh, since he's decided to jump him in the next minute and a half, Snow's crappy music's going to hit. <laughs> he's going to meet Snow on the ramp and kick his candy ass. Rock will hit the people's elbow in the middle of the ring. Al Snow comes out Rock beats him up At the ramp And they begin to brawl Way to try to Build up the guy Yeah How about that uh, Back and forth match Snow attacks the Rock With a chair Rock wins with the People's elbow That creative doesn't work For the Rock I think Rock was like I had to deal with Billy Gunn Not again <laughs> yeah, with this guy Al attacks Rock After the match Outlaws come down And help Al Snow attack the Rock Foley comes out With the chair And makes the save I mean, it makes sense. It's the most basic pro wrestling uh, mindset that there is. Al Snow got, whether good or bad or intended or not, some some national attention. Yep. So you're going to try to capitalize on it as quickly as you can. Might as well. That's pro wrestling 101. Might as well spin it in your favor. Yep. Except for they don't do that anymore. And it's obviously hurting the company. Neva. 
So let's go to our main event as it's DX, the Outlaws, and X Pac versus the Hardy Boys and Big Show. Surprising, right? It's random, right? It's so random. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. It's better than any match on SmackDown on uh, Thunder. Yeah, but yeah. it makes no sense. Right? It's just like why? Why well, is the Big Show teaming with the Hardys? Why is the Big Show in a match with DX? Well, what is happening here? Why well, is this happening? Well, the Hardys and Outlaws have been feuding for a while. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, maybe Outlaw. So I think it's because like Kane, Kane and the would have been better, but Kane's feuding with Viscera too. So they had nothing to do with the champ. So they put their. Oh, that's in. a good. Uh, you're wrong. You're not wrong, but that's a terrible indictment on the company. We had nothing planned for the world champ. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, back and forth match. Jeff jumps off the mat's back and Billy ducks, but Jeff catches himself on the top turnbuckle like a cat. Uh, Jeff jumps off the back of the big show, uh, jumps off the shoulders of the big show for the Swanton Bomb. Jeff hits a sunset flip for the win. Bossman comes out after the match and attacks all three men. DX attacks all three men as well. Rock comes out. Foley comes out. Kane comes out to chase off DX. I also have to ask why, and you're right, the, the Hardys and the New Age Outlaws have like a mini <coughs> feud going. So why are Rock and Sock the number one contenders and not the Hardys who they're feuding with? Bro, question. <laughs> what do you have going on for Rock and Mankind? Since they're your top big, yeah, top three, mm-hmm. what do you have going for them if they're not tag team? Like if, if, you, if you're not going to put, you, you have, you have, a babyface, Big Show. Honestly. And you have Triple H going on with Vince, so you have Big Show, Babyface. What do you do with the rest? You know what you should have done? Is had Rock versus Austin on the pay-per-view with Mick Foley as a special guest referee. Yeah, then he's exactly. Torn. I would have done that. And then your special referee shit makes sense. Yeah, instead of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. So, guys, what was the better show? SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, Smackdown. So, let's go to the ratings, shall we? Uh, I'm almost afraid to at this point. <laughs> Thunder has been getting very low lately. Jesus, dude. We're talking Monday Night Raw territory. Let's start looking up worldwide and see what the fucking ratings are. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I've been doing Christ, all the, the, other, the other shows, too, on the uh, old, uh, on the uh, other ones, too. Uh, give me one second. So, last week, one uh, WCW wasn't on air, so they got a zero. WDF got a 3.79 for Thanksgiving special. This week, WCW's back with a 1.94. Oh, my God. Yeah, but underneath that. WWF, 4.64. Jesus Christ. So, It'll be interesting if they go above two again. So, you know what? They got a lot of bump off that wedding. Yeah. So, if I go off of uh, this website. Uh, it's, the, an un, it's, an, it's an unintended truth. The, the 5th of December. Weddings on wrestling shows fucking work. It's so weird. Even for TNA, they work. It's weird. So, 1.94 for the uh, for Thunder. Saturday Night got a 1.5. Uh, 1.5. Livewire got a 1.3. Superstars got a 1.7. And Heat got a 4.13. Jesus Christ. Crushed Nitro by a full point. Yep. When you're hot. And Heat is now the C show, not the B show oh, like earlier C. in the year. Damn. That's not good, bro. I'd love to know what Worldwide's ratings were, but they were like syndicated, so it's so hard to yeah. find them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, the C show is beating you by two points. 
Jesus Christ. Almost three. Yep, 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 yep. So let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. Let's start it off with best match. Been one legger. <laughs> I went uh, Dudley's and Edge and Christian. Been one legger. May not have been what I wanted, but yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, worst match. Let's kill Java. Yes, that abortion of a of a of a segment. Fuck. What dude. the flying fuck? More on that later. <laughs> hey man, this lamp's not working, man. Yeah, it's Buzzkill and yeah. uh, Chavo. Uh, who is your MVP? Package. Yep. Package. Yeah, package. Yeah. It's fucking amazing this week. <laughs> this is the package I love. This is the doctor. Is this better than like Sheen on the ramp, Luger? Do you guys? It's at least it, equal it, to me. Is, if Sheen on the ramp, Luger's better just because he does not flinch at all. He does not even notice the two gorillas fighting he just poses and then walks straight he 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 bullshits him and sting into a chicago street fight at uncensored then turns to sting goes what's a chicago street fight oh i'm and not then gets out of it and they're like you're from chicago <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> so like here's how i look at it the sheen one is probably better yes however i look at the total package as what the sheen has become yep if he never had that two and a half years of baby face in the between. Yeah. Like, this is what you would be. He would have he would have mutated into this by Because it went from narcissist yep. to the sheen yep. to total package. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so like phenomenal. So man. just ignore the baby face run, and this is like a continuation. Yeah. Oh, if so if you take out the world pack, wolf pack and super elite NWO, this is what the sheen would have became. What is it with WCW, man? They just they, they luck into these weird things, right? right? Because like the rest of the card is fucking stupid. But they have this like Luger shit that is just hilarious. I gotta get out of here somehow, right? It's so <laughs> good. Luger, you ever think Vince is like, God damn it. Like, where the fuck was this? I strapped that guy to the moon and it didn't work. They're like using him mid card and he's like getting, getting over like out game of matches. And he's yeah. like this fucking over thing on their show. Hey, hey Luger, nice try. You're still you know, main eventing. Like, you know, it's just some guys book are booked better. Like, he was booked well in. NWA slash WWE before he left mm-hmm. and was booked well after. It's just WF didn't know what to do with him. Because, uh, you know why? Because it's only Vince McMahon who looked at him and thought, hmm, next Hulk Hogan. Instead of first Lex Luger. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, uh, who's your motive? Buzzkill. Buzzkill. Yes. Holy uh, fuck. Fuck. He's a close second for me. Really? Ooh. Who beat him? I'll tell you who. Who's the focus of a lot of one of the shows and was on screen for about 10 seconds. That'd be test. Oh, yeah. Mm, he showed call. up with his bags. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I love you. And then left. And that was the end of Test's segment. That was his whole night on That's Smackdown. his run now. There that's his push. Uh, you misspelled. You, you mispronounced career. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, knew I did. Yeah. I did. He, his, his career showed up to the arena. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's move on, guys. You are f- WTF. Go ahead. You said more on this later. Mine. <clears throat> it is Buzzkill. Sort of. In parentheses, the Vince Russo vendetta against the WWF. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. So, I get it, man. They wanted you to work you a fuck ton more than they already did for no extra money. That's fucked up. I get all of that. Uh, but you're not there anymore, dude. Like, Move you on. have a different job. You are in control of a company for the most part. You can do whatever you want. And you just 
rehash old feuds and bury hatchets for no fucking reason. Just move on. Nobody cares about Buzzkill at all. Come on, man. You don't want the Buzzkill? It's, uh... I just, I don't understand people who, like, live in the past like that. I just, I don't get it. Like, just move on with life. Life is way too fucking short to deal with this. I... You're not wrong. Jesus Christ, man. Not wrong at all. It's kind of the Cornette, like, Vince Russo thing, man. Like, I get it to a point, but, like, Cornette, just ignore him. Move on. Who cares? Like, live your life. Be better than him. And then just, you win. I think it's because at this point he's making a lot of money in Russo. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. If it wasn't making him any money, he'd never talk about him. It's fair. So, uh, Corey, um, again, we we talked about Armageddon being now a week away. Yeah, ten days, and we theorized what most of the matches are. We're probably right, but but there's no official word. And are, how many of those are you looking forward to? Uh, none. Whew. This card looks rough. Like, I have no doubt, just based on what they've given us lately, that it'll be better than Starcade. But, but it ain't looking good. That's all I'm saying. I'm over here, like, hoping for, like, a Hardy's Edge of Christian match, because the rest of that shit looks bad. Like, I I desperately do not want to see another uh, New Age Outlaws Rock and Sock match. So what's weird about that for me is, like, I don't actually hate their in-ring stuff. I just don't care. It just because you know, like the pro- the Rock's probably gonna win, and then that's another fucking tag title change to, me, to a team that isn't gonna keep it long. To me, it's just that since the Hill turned, the Outlaws haven't been good in the ring. Yeah, and Foley can barely move. So you're looking at the Rock wrestling more by himself for the majority of it. So you're looking at mostly the Rock and Road Dog. Yeah, and that doesn't do anything for me. <sighs> so it's like, eh, don't want to see that if that happens. Nah, I'd rather see uh, New Age Outlaws against the Hardy Boys, and maybe the Hardy Boys win the tag titles. Mm, weird. And then you elevate them. Or, Ed, or the Dudleys. That's or Edge of Christian. Yeah. Or APA. Yeah. Just, or too cool. Fuck it. They're I mean, clearly getting over. A little soon in the run, but yes, yeah. I mean, you've Whatever. got the right idea. Uh, tie and tie. Indeed. Indeed, my WTF is Vince Russo running Smack uh, Thunder now. <laughs> we needed two shows of this. God damn. Like I said on the Monday Night War stories, it's hard for me to watch... Thunder and SmackDown back to back some days. But no, it's just the Colossus cluster of, hey, we're going to bring more talent in today. Well, talent, I mean, Bret Hart to do commentary and Jushin Thunder Liger I mean, and Benoit. I think he'll probably wrestle next week on the show. Well, probably. I think, I, I think next week, Thunder uh, Liger and Benoit will be teaming up. That's my booking ways. Just another hour and a half of... Or he'll win. I mean, he's got to get that title back before he goes back to Japan. Let's yep. hope. <laughs> Since that wasn't supposed to be a title change. Yep. So, let's hope. Um, this brings it into this week's episode of the Midweek War Stories. We have a couple weeks away from basically back-to-back weeks for... No, pay- we have one more week before Star- uh, Armageddon. Next week's go Next home. week's the go Next home. week's the go-home for uh, Armageddon. Yep. Sweet. And then uh, we're going to mark out no so next midweek for uh, Armageddon. And then in two weeks, it'll be Starcade. Not going to be a lot good there. The final pay per view of the millennium. Yep. This is the final one of the. Yeah. So that's exciting. Rob Williams is excited. Uh, you can uh, 
listen to all of our podcasts at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. You can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. We got stars directing our feet. 